Hey y'all, welcome to the Memoirs of a Sinner, a personal growth podcast by Her King. So I've been binge watching this show. Um, it is called Justice. Hold on, y'all. Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. It is so. Well, I finished it in like a day or two. Um, it's called Jupiter's Legacy. And every time I never, I don't. I'm not a TV person. But when I do end up watching TV or a movie. Some kind of way I ended up I end up sitting in front of a screen watching something that applies immediately to my circumstances or my life some kind of way. And usually when I'm watching something, it's always something that has to do with a person having this super power ability to do something. Like I'm so drawn to superhumans. Um so anyways, I've been watching this show called Jupiter's Legacy. And the the main character reminded me so much of myself. Like, it's crazy. But I know that there are a lot of other people who can probably relate to this as well. Who could definitely relate to this as well. Um, So the main character um, goes through this traumatic event. And he's battling with his mental health now. Um, He's hearing a voice of his father. um, Somebody who he loves and cares about. Um... He's hearing his voice, but he's also getting these visions. The voice of his father is like making him feel like he's not enough or like beating him down and it's hurtful, Um, you know, just beating at him. But he's still seeing the vision like he knows that there's some place he's supposed to be, something he should be figuring out. And once he's everybody's looking at him like he's crazy because he's talking to himself and he's you know, going through this battle. And I can relate to that because (laughs) I talk to myself. I don't think I do it in front of people. I don't, I know people, I know my mom. I know people, I'm going to just say that people think I'm missing some screws for real because um, of how I am emotionally and how I'm withdrawn and, um, you know, just how I um, respond to life people think sometimes people think that you know (laughs) I don't got all my screws but that's okay I like being different different is dope but anyways um so yeah he's having these visions and there's a voice in his head just I'm trying to I'm about to kind of spoil it the entire show is not about this exact thing but this is just a part of it so hopefully if you want to watch it you may want to stop this uh, episode and come back to it later after you watch the show because I'm about to spoil it a little bit. So he's battling with his mental health. He has these visions, something telling him or pulling him to a place. And he's trying to figure out where is this place like these visions keep directing him from one place to another. And he's trying to figure out what is it? Something is directing me to a place, a thing, something I should be doing, a place I should be. But there's another voice in his head that's making him feel like he's not enough, that he is crazy in the head, that something's wrong, um, etc. 
And so, but he pushes past that. And he's like, you know what? I have this vision. I have to go follow this other, this, what I know, I have to follow that other, that vision that I'm having. And as he fought, gets to one place, he gets directed to another place, etc. And in his vision, he sees, um, one of his visions, he sees a couple of people that he knows sitting around this table and he doesn't understand why they will be sitting around this table, but he knows that in his vision, he has to get from, get to this other place in order to start putting the puzzle pieces together. So he talks these talks a group of people into the same people, those people, into going with him on a journey, um, because he he knows that they have to go along with him in order to figure out what's going on, what's happening, why he has to be at this certain place, and um, I just know for myself that there have been times when I. Especially, especially most recently, there's a different voice in my head um, that's beating me up, telling me that, you know, you're not going to accomplish that. You're going to fail again. Um, And trying to launch my website when I launched it initially a couple of years ago, I like I've told y'all before, I went crazy. Like my brand shot up. And I made so much money so fast. I was getting so much exposure so fast, getting all of these brand ambassadors. Like, everything was going on so quick. And when I took a moment to myself to, um, you know, to just launch it properly because it, I was I just had a temporary site. So I'm like, hold on, y'all. You know, let me do this the right way because the, the purpose of the brand was being missed. Like, let me take a break. And when I took that break... Um, I, you know, I, I battle with depression already. So uh, I was I when I took that break, I started um, feeling through some emotions of uh, an experience that had to, taken place because I realized I was uh, operating off of high functioning depression. And so it has taken me another five, six years, five years to try to relaunch it because I keep battling and I know that there are. Um, there are moments where I have to take time to myself. For, for instance, from social media right now, I've been off social media for about a, a month now. Um, and I don't communicate with, like, I have to be withdrawn from a lot of human interactions so I could think and get myself grounded. And so there's a fear of, cause I'm re- I'm ready to launch the site. I have everything I need, but there's a fear of, okay. If I launch it and I'm and I because I know what I'm capable of. Right. If I launch it and I'm my marketing, like I everything that I have been planning for all of these years, like all these different ideas. If I do it, I got I got everything right. Will something happen? The fear of something happening and me having to take that break, me having to take that pause. And then that I feel like that hurts the business. Right. So if I have to take that time to myself and withdraw again and pause the whole brand, you know, my customers, my, you know, whomever it is that I am impacting or selling to. It's like if they enjoy my product, I'm putting them on pause, you know, so I just don't want that. I don't want I'm trying to make sure, you know, get myself enough grounded and guide my relationship to make sure that when I execute, I have a plan for even if I need time to, you know, time away from human interaction that I have backup. Like I have people in place for that 
or that I can sustain emotionally, that I can, that I have different methods and tools so that I don't have to do that. Um, I don't have to withdraw completely and shut my whole brand down because I'm dealing with something emotionally. So that's a battle, right? That's a battle that I'm dealing with in my head. Um, that me and God have been, you know, working on trying to, um, you know, gather me in that space. So anyways, um, so the guy pushed past that. He's like, you know, I have a vision. I have this idea. Like I have to, you know, I keep having these visions, something that's pulling me towards something bigger. I have to go do that. And, um, yeah, back to that voice. Like we have these voices in our heads that, that tells us like we're not enough or we're going to fail or we can't accomplish that or we can't do that because his mission was major. He had to get on a boat with six different people, talk these six different people into even going, okay, giving them large amounts of money and everything to get on this raggedy boat to go in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean where everybody is saying like it's so dangerous or, um, you know, people get killed. Talk these people to go to talk these people into doing that um, and then getting out there in the middle of that water and try to convince everybody we cannot turn back. Like there's a bigger vision. Um, there's, there's, there's a reason why we all have to be here in this place. And so once he pushed past all of that, pushed past that voice, you know, he's arguing with the people there because they're like, hold on, where do you have us at? Because he never told them that you know, why they had to be there. Cause he, he honestly didn't know all he knew was that he had a vision. And so they like, Oh no, he talked to himself. He out his, he out his head. Like what the heck is going on? You know, this man told me he's seeing a vision. We're all going to die here. Like we're going to lose our life. And once they all stopped, like once they are released their personal grievances and frustration towards each other or whatever they were battling internally, um, they received these supernatural superhero gifts. And I'm like, whoa, okay. All right, God, like you're speaking to me through, you know, this TV show that's on Netflix. Um, But yeah, like they got these superhero, like once you push past it, the voice that was in his head was a challenge. It was a challenge to see whether or not he was going to push past it, even though it was a, even though it was hurtful or frustrating and making him feel like he's crazy in the head and, you know, people weren't, weren't understanding what was going on with him, even though he was <sighs> battling with all of this, like he pushed past it and he pushed past it with intention because it gave him like once he got everybody on board, he just kept going, kept going despite that voice in his head. He got this supernatural gift, right? And I'm just like, man, just speaking for myself, like whenever I have pushed past the voice in my head and faced my fears and gotten through something, like I got to the other side and it was like a a heightened feeling of my gifts, Um, a heightened feeling of like, well, when you face your fears anyway and you do something big, it like takes your spirit to a whole nother level too. And it it helps you show you that, you know, what you can accomplish. You look back like it wasn't that bad. Like once I got through that, once I pushed past that, I'm good. And, um, you know, just even if, 
you are in battle with yourself knowing that you can trust God. You know, if you can't trust you, you can trust God that he going to keep you and he's going to direct your path and stand in a relationship with him. You know that like ain't nothing to really be afraid of, because if you fall, he going to catch you like there's a hand there to catch you. But earlier, um, I was listening to a sermon about the the woman. I think it was in Second King something. Um, the woman with the oil, when she was talking to Elijah about um, telling him that her husband, Second Kings four, the widow's oil multiply. I use I I read the HCSB version of the Bible um, because I'm not King James owned yet. <laughs> um, I I ain't that grown. I'm not that grown to to be able to interpret the Bible or to understand the Bible at that level. So I reached the a, I read the HCSB, which is um, the Holman Bible Publishers version. But anyway, so Second Kings four, um, I've heard several different, most recently, several different um, sermons regarding this woman with this oil where she goes to Elijah and she's like, my husband died. My son, they about to, you know, the people who I owe are about to uh, take my sons and put them into slavery. Like, I don't have nothing. Like I need your help. And Elijah's like, the prophet's like, what do you have? And she's like, all I have is oil. He was like, go home and um, fill empty vessels with that oil. And when she went home, she filled a whole bunch of empty vessels with oil she came back to him she's like all right you know i got the oil filled um in these vessels you know what you want me to do now he was like um take the oil sell it and um pay off your debts and with the remaining amount of money you're going to live off of it and so that hit me too because they all went together like the show i'm about to tell y'all how they all tie in the show um what is it? Jupiter's. I'm trying to make sure I stay on Jupiter something. I said it at the beginning. I can't remember it again because I wrote it down. But um, <laughs> Jupiter's something. How the two of them tie in. So I was just thinking about the oil, right? Thinking about the oil. Jupiter's, the show is called Jupiter's Legacy. Thinking about the oil that's in us, your gift. Uh, what God has instilled in you, the anointing, what has God anointed us for, whatever that gift is that he has given us, right? So just looking at the dynamic of, okay, Elijah told her and said, what is that? Second Kings chapter four, verses one through seven. Y'all can read it for yourselves. Um, she told him all she got is oil. Like I don't have nothing but oil. And when he told her, to go fill that, fill empty vessels, fill those, fill empty containers with oil and sell it. Taking your gift, your anointing, everybody has something. We all have something that God has gifted, gifted us with. And it's almost always that one thing that we can do every day for free that brings us so much excitement. Like somebody will pay you for it. Somebody will pay you for that exact thing. So if you follow that right voice, follow, push past that those negative voices and like you have this vision and, you know, you in a rut or you in a stuck place 
And something is just keep calling you towards something bigger, something mightier. Um, you know, that's that's you know just some just something bigger. Listening to that voice, taking that oil, pouring it into empty vessels, spreading it out, and getting paid for that very thing, and living off of what you like to do, like your gift, what was instilled in you. That that oil. And like I was just I just went for a walk around my subdivision and like all of this was hit me. I'm like, I got to share it like I have to share that how the two of these tie in, because although this that I know God gave me those things personally for myself to help me through this stage that this where I'm at currently, because I'm at peace, but I'm also in the struggle. <laughs> um, I'm in a struggle because I'm ready. But God is telling me, like, I'm I'm fully ready to launch. But God is like, there's a part of me who's afraid, who's like, oh, my God, like, the fear of what happens if, you know, emotionally, like, emotionally, can I handle, like, am I, am I ready enough right now, good enough right now emotionally, where I know I have all the tools that if anything happened, if anything took place, from tomorrow to the next 30 years, can I still hold up, you know, hold up my business? Can I keep my business moving and not have to pause it because of my emotional state? And because I feel like I can I can get through some stuff right now. But God is telling me that he wants to he like we need I need to sit with him some more. He knows some stuff that I don't know. He knows what the future looks like. And so he needs me to sit with him just a little bit longer, not too much longer, so that he can strengthen me so that I can be prepared for whatever is coming. Because if he has given me, you know, this vision, like he wants me, he doesn't want me to ever have to pause it or to just to just be in a state where I could trust somebody else if the, if if all else fails trust somebody else to keep the business flowing while I take some time away to myself in solitude to to gather because I don't I have I have trust issues with with human beings <laughs> I don't I don't really um have a lot of faith I mean I love people but I don't put nothing past nobody it's me, like me and God at this point, because I, I've gone through so much stuff. And um, so God is making sure, OK, hold on, let me make sure me and you are close and we're in relationship. Me and you, you know my voice. You can trust me. So when I tell you hire this person to be in this position, even if you feel like you don't trust them or you can't trust them or you don't know them. You can trust me to know that I'm putting them in a position that they can do, that they can handle. So you can trust them, right? Um, so that dynamic. So just wanted to make, you know, to come on here and hopefully if anybody is listening to this who is battling with the those voices in their head, that, that voice that's telling them whether it is the voice of your old self when you failed before or the voice of a family member, or a friend, or a teacher, somebody that told you you wasn't good enough, or that you couldn't accomplish something, or you couldn't get it done. Like pushing past that voice. If you know you got a vision, and you know like what you what you're what you're capable of, and that there's so much more bigger, don't settle 
for, you know, just don't don't settle for just mediocre. Push past that because once like get past the challenge, once you push past those voices, that supernatural superhero power pop in and now you over here saving the world. Okay. You are saving the world because even if you, even if it's something that you feel like is minimal, I promise you, everything that we all have, that what one thing that we have, that gift that God has given all of us, it's minimal. It seems it may it may appear appear minimal to us or to other people. It may seem like that, but it can be. It's major to a whole lot of people. And somebody can use it. Somebody can use you. So if we all put our all our gifts together and we are standing in our truth and in our power and our whatever our supernatural gift is, just imagine how we could all live collectively and like how happy and at peace we all are when we are doing what we're supposed to be doing and blessing other people. By being able to offer whatever it is that we are doing or that we're offering. All right. I love you all in real life. If you'd like to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Insta about her. T-H-E-I-N-S-T-A-A-B-O-U-T. H-E-R, and make sure you subscribe and leave a review.